This is our devotional commentary for Numbers chapter 21. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. When the Canaanite, the king of Arad, who lived in the Negeb, heard that Israel was coming by the way of Atherim, he fought against Israel and took some of them captive. And Israel vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed give this people into my hand, then I will devote their cities to destruction. And the Lord heeded the voice of Israel and gave over the Canaanites, and they devoted them and their cities to destruction. So the name of the place was called Hormah. From Mount Hor they sent out by the way to the Red Sea, go around the land of Edom. And the people became impatient on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we loathe this worthless food. Then the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, so that many people of Israel died. And the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and everyone who is bitten when he sees it shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, and if a serpent bit anyone, he would look at the bronze serpent and live. And the people of Israel set out and camped in Oboth, and they set out from Oboth and camped at Ea Abarim in the wilderness that is opposite Moab toward the sunrise. From there they set out and camped in the valley of Zered. From there they set out and camped on the other side of the Arnon, which is in the wilderness that extends from the border of the Amorites, for the Arnon is the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, Waheb in Sufa, and the valleys of the Arnon, and the slope of the valleys that extends to the seat of Ar, and leans to the border of Moab. And from there they continued to Beer, that is, the well of which the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together, so that I may give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing to it, the well that the princes made, that the nobles of the people dug, with the scepter and with their staffs. And from the wilderness they went on to Matana, and from Matana to Nahaliel, and from Nahaliel to Bamoth, and from Bamoth to the valley lying in the region of Moab, by the top of Pisgah, that looks down on the desert. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into field or vineyard. We will not drink the water of a well. We will go by the king's highway until we have passed through your territory. But Sihon would not allow Israel to pass through his territory. He gathered all his people together and went out against Israel to the wilderness and came to Jahaz and fought against Israel. And Israel defeated him with the edge of the sword and took possession of his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, as far as to the Ammonites, for the border of the Ammonites was strong. 
And Israel took all these cities, and Israel settled in all the cities of the Amorites, in Heshbon, and in all its villages. For Heshbon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab, and taken all his land out of his hand, as far as the Arnon. Therefore the ballad singers say, Come to Heshbon, let it be built, let the city of Sihon be established, for fire came out from Heshbon, flame from the city of Sihon. It devoured Ar of Moab and swallowed the heights of the Arnon. Woe to you, O Moab! You are undone, O people of Chemosh. He has made his sons fugitives and his daughters captives to an Amorite king, Sihon. So he overthrew them. Heshbon, as far as Debon, perished. And we laid waste as far as Nophah. Fire spread as far as Mediba. Thus Israel lived in the land of the Amorites. And Moses sent to spy out Jazir and captured its villages and dispossessed the Amorites who were there. Then they turned and went up by the way to Bashan. And Og, the king of Bashan, came out against them, he and all his people, to battle at Edrei. But the Lord said to Moses, Do not fear him. For I have given him into your hand, and all his people, and his land. And you shall do to him as you did to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Heshbon. So they defeated him, and his sons, and all his people, until he had no survivor left. And they possessed his land. Are you getting tired of all this whining about food? If my mother would have been in charge of all the meals for these people, I doubt that she would have been as patient as God was. Bread from heaven, that's what Jesus called manna. They called it worthless food, and they loathed it. Well, this will be the last time that we will read of their displeasure with the menu. Numbers 21 marks the beginning of a new era. The chapter opens with a brief record of Israel's first victory over the Canaanites. The long delay in the fulfillment of God's promises is almost over. It was here at Hormah that Israel failed in an earlier attempt to enter the land, after the mission of the spies in chapter 14. But now, 40 years later, the conquest of the land is about to begin. The tempo picks up as their travelogue is recorded and ancient popular songs are quoted in verses 10 through 20. There is a sense of elation as the goal comes into sight. The chapter ends with victories over Sihon and Og, two kings who ruled over territory east of the Jordan River in the path of Israel's entry into Canaan. Like Edom in the previous chapter, the Amorites also refuse Israel's request for the rite of passage. But instead of bypassing their opponent, this time Israel joins battle against the kingdom of Sihon, defeating him and taking his land. The kingdom of Og is likewise taken, further assurance that the promised land would soon be conquered and settled by the people of Israel. But along the way, God responds to the tiresome complaining in a most memorable way. He sends a plague of venomous snakes. They are called fiery serpents, 
probably because of the inflammation caused by their bites. Many die. The people beg Moses to intercede with God. God instructs Moses to make a bronze serpent and set it on a pole, that everyone who is bitten, when he sees it, shall live. Moses does so, and it accomplishes what God said it would. Snake-bitten people live by looking at the bronze serpent. This is one of the most familiar stories in the book of Numbers. Why? Because Jesus compared himself to the serpent Moses lifted up in the wilderness, saying, So must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. We are the ungrateful people, perishing under the just condemnation of God, And the only release from that judgment is by a provision that God himself has made. Jesus, his son, was lifted up on a cross to bear our sins. All we must do is look to him in faith. We have no other hope. Have you looked to Jesus, lifted up, so that you may have eternal life? Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com and I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.